0: Log Talk Radio. the presence of the Lord right now. Oh, we love you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. Hero
1: Prophetic Grace Network. Great to be here yet another moment, another opportunity to witness, to witness, to bear witness of God's grace, to bear witness of God's mercy, to bear witness of God's love, his power, and just the pure essence of who he is. I'm excited to be here
2: again tonight. Along with my wife, I am Terrence. And I am Tanisha, and today is, what is today's date? I don't even know. Today is July 28th, 2023. I mean, sorry, June 28th, 2023. I said July. You know (laughs) who? It's 7.17 p.m. Central Standard Time. Welcome to PGN, Prophetic Race Network. Um, We're excited to be here. We're glad that you are here. The Lord has really been speaking. He's been moving. Um, Just lots of exciting things have been going on uh, in the spirit realm. And before we got on, what he gave me was um, James. So I'm going to go there now. I'm going to start with James chapter one. I'm going to read this out of the Amplified. Amplified. James, the bondservant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ and the 12 Hebrew tribes scattered abroad and among the Gentiles in the dispersation. Greetings. Rejoice. Consider it nothing but joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you fall into various trials. Be assured that the testing of your faith through experience produces endurance, leading to spiritual maturity and inner peace. And let endurance have its perfect result and do a thorough work so that you may be perfect and completely developed in your faith, lacking in nothing. If any of you lacks wisdom to guide him through a decision or circumstance, he is to ask of our benevolent God who gives to everyone generously and without rebuke or blame, and it will be given to him. But he must ask for wisdom and faith without doubting God's willingness to help, for the one who doubts is like a billowing surge of the sea that is blown about and tossed by the wind. Um, I, some of you right now including myself, including Terrence, we have been in a, uh, a season of endurance, right? We have been enduring. Um, and, again, the word says, verse 4, it says, And let endurance have its perfect result and do a thorough work, so that you may be perfect and completely developed in your faith, lacking in nothing. Let's read that out of another version. Let's do it out of King James Version, verse 4 again. But let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. Let's also read that at NIV, which is the New International Version. Let perseverance, uh, <laughs> let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. A lot of the times when we're going through a, a, a wait, right, you know, God will give you a prophetic word or you're waiting on um, a payment or just anything. There's, there's all sorts of situations that can put you in a stance of waiting. And we have to be careful of, of how we wait, right? Because we need to let endurance do the work that is designed to do, right? And when people train to run marathons, what what do they what type of training do they call it? They call it endurance training, because endurance training helps you to finish the race, right? in in, in a healthy way. And so when we're in a period of waiting, we have to endure in a way that. Gonna have a, a perfect result, right? Um, and, and some of us have been in that. Some of us have been in in that stage where we've just been waiting and waiting and waiting and wondering, why am I waiting? Like, what? Why can't I have it now? Well, the Word of God tells you why. Because endurance has a job to do, right? Again, and let endurance have its perfect result and do a thorough work. So if the word of God is saying let endurance have its perfect result, that means that we can get in the way of endurance, doing what endurance needs to get done. So we want it to have a thorough work, which means that you can have weak endurance, right? You can have endurance that's not thorough. I don't know about you, but I like things to be thorough. Even when I worked in the corporate sector i I like things to be thorough when my name was attached to it, I did things thoroughly, and i wasn't comfortable when I was assigned a task and it wasn't thorough because i 'm like no if i 'm not thorough, if you don't you know train or teach me how to do my job thoroughly, then i don't even know what it looks like to not be thorough and and even if I am unaware i don't want my name attached to no slop, I want it done correctly. Mm-hmm because we we want things to be thorough, right? Let's look up the word thorough because I have that on my tongue. So let's see what what it, when we say let it have a thorough work, what does that mean? <laughs> thorough means carry through to completion, exhaustive, marked by full detail, careful about detail, complete in all respects, having full mastery. Thorough. So what are some of the synonyms? All out. Absolute. Clean. Complete. I like that. Complete. And we know we serve a God who, who sees things from beginning to completion. So we need to ensure that we do things and allow things that God is doing to be thorough. Because why do we want the endurance to be thorough? Well, let's read more. And let endurance have its perfect result and do a thorough work so that you may be perfect and completely developed in your faith, lacking in nothing. Lacking in nothing. Because once you have strong faith, you'll never never truly have lack. You might have the illusion of lack. You might even have something that appears to be lack, but you never really have lack when you have faith. Because your faith will usher in the things that God has for you. Your faith will literally, it's almost like going fishing, right? And and, and your faith is a perfect line. It's got the perfect bait to reel it on in. So when you have perfect faith, you're never, you're never lacking. And your faith won't even allow you to identify with the lack. It will see the lack, but it won't say I'm lacking. It says this this is a season of lacking, but i'm good because god's gonna supply all my needs according to his riches and glory and i know where i'm going to like like when you have faith even when things are looking a little dicey your your speech doesn't line up to what you see your speech will line up to your faith and so you never truly have lack because what is really lack like when 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 a person has lack they only really feel it when they identify it and they and and it becomes a part of who they are because they can see it and say, oh, that don't apply to me. You know, That's how we have to be in the world. We can see the world going to hell in a handbasket and say, that's the world going to hell in a handbasket. That ain't got nothing to do with me. Why? Because I have faith in God's words and I have faith in God's promises and I know what God has told me. Why do I speak like that? Because I have faith. I have faith in God. I have faith in God's word. His word is true. Everything I'm seeing around me Somebody can say, oh, that's fact, that's true, okay, but that's not my truth. That's just the circumstance, but the truth is I'm who God says I am. The truth is I have the things that God says that I have no matter what it looks like right now, and so it's important for us to endure so that we can have that type of strong faith so that the endurance can do a thorough work and so that we could be developed in our faith and lack nothing. So James, one thing I love about the book of James, and I'm actually going to probably just start studying it some more this, this week, because I've actually been in the book of Daniel. I've really been like, I've been watching a movie. If you haven't watched the movie, it's really good. It's very accurate to scripture. There is a few ad-libs, things thrown in, but it, it's not anything that um, affects scripture. It's just things so that you have a better understanding of like the relationships between the people. Um, I think it's a very well-done movie. It's called The Book of Daniel. You can watch it on YouTube or you can watch it on uh, Tubi, I believe. Um, And it might be even on Pure Flix if you have that app. But very well-made movie um, as far as uh, The Book of Daniel. Now, it doesn't go into um, the details as far as like um, the different dreams that Daniel himself had. It really focuses on his service to uh, Nebuchadnezzar and uh, uh Darius um and and part of Cyrus so you can't substitute the movie for the book but it does give you um some 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 it's it's really good to put you in the mind frame of what was going on During that time. So that's where God has had me this whole week. I've just been really delving into um, the book of Daniel. And of course, in the book of Daniel, one of the stories that everybody knows, for the most part, is when Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were thrown into the fire and when uh, Daniel was thrown into the lion's den. And I do believe as believers, we're going to be facing situations that are they going to physically throw us in a furnace? No, but it's going to feel like that. Are they going to physically throw us into a lion's den with hungry lions? No, but it's going to feel like that. And and we have to have strong faith to know that no matter what type of threats are made against us or no matter what the circumstances may look like and how it we believe it may affect us, that God will protect us. And I believe that's why God has really been having me delve into that um, just so that I, I can really get that deep into my spirit that, I mean, they face. Uh, the ultimate, right? Because we, we can face all sorts of things. We know in the end times that we are in that when it comes to the point where um, the Antichrist comes into rule and wants people to take an allegiance uh, with him and accept his mark, that it says that you will not be able to buy or sell, right? And, and then so to buy or sell, that means that people are going to be under threat of what, starvation, um, not being able to have utilities, running water, things like that. And, and so those are terrible things because that affects our, our, um, our livelihood and it affects our our life, right? Our, our, our quality of life. But um, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and Daniel, they weren't threatened with things that would make them uncomfortable. They were threatened with the ultimate threat, which was their very lives. And God spared them. You know, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, didn't even have the smell of smoke. And then Nebuchadnezzar was so upset that they quote unquote defied him and refused to really give him an answer concerning him asking, Hey, why are you not bowing down to my, my image when you hear music and worshiping me and Eli, we don't owe you no explanation. Basically. I'm ad-libbing. We'll owe you nothing. We ain't doing it period. And we don't care what you do. Our God will save us. And if he doesn't, we still want, we want you to know we still not going to do it. And that just infuriated him to where he had the fire turned up sevenfold. And it was so hot that the men that were sent to throw them into the fire themselves were burned up. So you know that this was not some, this was an average fire, right, when even the people that were sent to put them into the fire pit were burned up and died themselves. And so how scary was that for them to see? Or how wondrous was it for them to see? Because you know, even when you have a, a great faith, you still be like, well, you know, okay, Lord. <laughs> but they already knew they were good, too, because they burned up, the people who brought them, but they they themselves did not. And then when they came out, they not only did they not burn at all, right, they didn't even smell like smoke, their clothes, their hair, nothing was even singed. So we we need to be reading these types of stories. We need to be building our faith. We need to allow endurance to do what it does when we are in seasons of waiting for God's promises, waiting for prophecies to come to pass, personal prophecies, waiting on whatever, right? Because there's always a a season of waiting. You know, anything that you involve yourself in, there's some sort of wait. When you buy a house, you got to wait to close and all that. If you do new builds, you got to wait for it to be built when, you know, you got to wait to get paid from your job. There's always seasons of wait, some longer than others, but we need to learn how to endure so that... Our, our faith can be built up um, because we need strong faith in where we're headed as a body of Christ. We need strong faith where we're headed um, mm-hmm. in this earth because some of the things that we see are going to be scary because Nebuchadnezzar wouldn't have been able to threaten them with the fire if there weren't already previous people who have been thrown in the fire and affected by it and lost their lives, right? That wouldn't have been a threat to them. Like, okay, what's that supposed to do, right? Throw me in the fire or so. But they obviously had known of or seen or experienced people being thrown in the fire before for him to use that as a viable threat. And so we're going to see things that happen in the world, right? But we have to know that even if we're threatened with what we see happen to other people that are worldly, that that doesn't apply to us. That doesn't mean that it's going to affect us the same way because then people would get thrown in that fire pit for I don't know how long and burning up and dying. And when they got in there, they didn't burn up. Not only did they not burn up or didn't die but an angel was in there with them to protect them and same with 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 daniel when they conspired against daniel if you know the story right there was three uh commissioners and daniel had stood up or, or stood out from the other two to where darius was going to put him in charge of everything he was going to eliminate the other two roles and just have one commissioner which was going to be daniel well the other two were corrupt and they knew that Daniel was thorough, and they knew that he was going to find them out. So they conspired against him to try to get rid of him and, and, and put an edict in place where nobody could worship any other gods for 30 days except for the king. And they knew that Daniel was not going to follow that because they knew that he prayed three times to, to the living God, to the God we serve, to the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to, 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 to our God. And he did, and they caught him. Brought him before the king, reminded the king, hey, you just signed this, and he got to be thrown in the lion's den. So for them, these people hated Daniel, right? They didn't just dislike him. They hated him, and they knew that if he got into position, that they were done for. So they are the ones who thought of the edict, and they are the ones who thought of the punishment. So, obviously, if you hate somebody and you know you got the power to, to end them, you're going to do the most horrific punishment possible, which they did. Can you imagine being ate up mm-hmm. by hungry lions, ripped to shreds, killed, you know, just, that's, that's a pretty torturous, horrible death. This is the same kingdom. They could have threw him in, they could have said in the edict to throw him in the fire pit. No, they wanted this man eating, they were trying to get him to suffer even in the death. So for them to use that as the punishment, that means that they knew that that was a horrible death, and everybody would have known who heard that edict that that was a horrible death. And so we're going to hear things, right, that, oh, my gosh, I heard when that happened to blah, blah, that it was just horrible. Oh, my goodness, it when it happened to this person, but we have to have strong faith in our God that even though it went down like that for other people, it's not gonna go down like that for us. Because you're gonna be threatened when, when when the Antichrist comes into rule. You're you're you think you're not? Like he's gonna threaten anybody who's not down for his agenda. He's gonna be looking like a hero. He's not gonna come in saying, Hey, my name is, you know, can't remember what is it, Nathan and I'm the Antichrist. Like, that's not what he's going to do. Gonna come in looking like some sort of savior, some sort of hero, somebody to be praised, somebody to be oh man, we want him to to be in charge. People are gonna love him. Look at what they do. Look look at our world when people love somebody and how they they treat people who are against them. They they really like look at fans, right? You you see artists, right? And they'll have fans. And, and somebody badmouths the their, their, their artist, these fans will, will dox these people, which means put their information online, right, where they live and work and all that kind of stuff. These people will show up at their homes and threaten their families from some celebrities that they don't know just because they enjoy being entertained by them. So imagine somebody that comes in like some sort of hero, like he's saving things and he's putting out fires and he's restoring things. He's going to have some diehard fans. So if you don't think you're going to be threatened, uh, think again. <laughs> but you got to have strong faith in our God that it doesn't matter what they threaten you with, that what applied to others, that don't apply to you. And that's the mentality that you need to have even right now. That's, that's a them problem, right? Things that happen in the world, like, oh, no, don't. That, no, because cause, cause statistics say in the data, I don't give a doggone what the statistics and the data show. I'm a child of the living of the living God. I'm a, I'm a child of the King. I serve Jesus Christ, who died on the cross and said, "It is finished." So whatever whatever payment normally goes with that, that was finished on Calvary. That don't apply to me. So we need to start having that mentality now, and and grow and strength in it because we're going to need it in these coming times. And I don't say that to scare you. I say that to prepare you so that you are not afraid because it's going to look scary, but you really don't have anything to be afraid of. Think about it. Did Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego really have anything to be afraid of now that we know the outcome? Like, imagine being at that moment, but we have the luxury of being able to see it after the fact. So now that we've seen the story play out after the fact, now that we've read it, did they really truly have anything to fear? No, they didn't. They didn't have nothing to fear because nothing happened to them. The only thing that happened was God proved who he was, and Nebuchadnezzar said, anybody who uh, speaks ill of the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego will be cut up into pieces, and their house is turned to rubble. They didn't have nothing to fear. Did Daniel really have something to fear when he was thrown into the lion's den? Absolutely not. So you got to really be, right. put fear where it belongs. A lot of times people should be having some sort of fear, and they don't. And some people do be having fear and and, and, and and they don't need to be. Daniel had no reason to fear. He knew God was going to save him too. But he didn't have no reason to fear because God ultimately did save him. But the people who, who, who conspired against him, they sitting there all comfy, cozy. They probably was toasting and, and having a whole dance party. And no telling what they was doing when they threw that man in that lion's den, they was excited. They was like, yes. They probably thought they were so smart. Oh yeah, we got him. We're <laughs> <He's> so smart. We <laughs> tricked the king, got rid of Daniel in one fell swoop. And so they were sitting there just rejoicing, probably slept comfy cozy that night. I'm talking fluffed They pillow up good, got the covers off to of their neck, was warm and toasty because they just knew that they took care of something on the slick. But really they had something to fear because when, when, when the king discovered that Daniel was not eaten by them lions and that God saved him, not only did the, the, the conspirators get thrown into the lion's den, but their families did too. Now, the movie don't show that part, but when you read the word of God, they got thrown into the lion's den, their children and their wives. So they had every reason to be afraid, and I promise you they were not, because they thought that Daniel was done for. So put fear where it belongs, right? Just like the world be sitting there living it up. And and, and and the Lord says, don't 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 fear, man. Fear me, who has the ability to throw your soul into hell. They don't have no fear of anything, but they really need to be fearing Jesus because He got that ability to throw their soul into hell. But they don't. They toasting it up, living life, and 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 just no fear of the Lord. But they should. But we as believers, sometimes we be fearful of things, and we have no business having it because of who we serve. We need to have faith in God. Faith and fear is almost the exact same thing. You believe in something that you haven't seen yet. But if God says that, you're going to see it. So, you... God's not like man that he should lie, right? You're, you Are you a man? When I say man, I mean mankind. You are. So, even you could lie to yourself. Your thoughts could lie to you. But... So, so you sit there and have and be afraid of some thoughts, or afraid of what some man told you, when they have the ability to lie, and and now you operating in fear and fear has torment. Fear does not come from God, where you sitting there fearful when God and gave you a word, and you can have faith for that word because God is not like man that he should lie. So if God said it, it's a done deal. You can you can have you comfortably have faith in it because you know what the outcome is going to be because he's already told you. What the outcome is going to be. I'm telling you, I've been walking with God for over 20 years. Let me let me calculate how long I've been walking with the Lord because I became a believer. See. So I've been walking with the Lord for 23 years. 23. Every single time the Lord has told me something was going to be like when he told me the outcome of something in advance, every single time, it the outcome was exactly what he said it was no matter what twists and turns and, and 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 what happened in between there were times it didn't look like it times i'm like oh no, lord maybe it's that one time that maybe no every single time oh sorry karen set up a new microphone every single time not one time did the lord tell me something was going to happen and it didn't happen. Now, it's one thing if the Lord tells you what could happen, right? It gives you a warning. That's another thing when he says this is going to happen, period. So put your faith in, in God and, and let endurance do what it does. Do not get in endurance's way. It has a job to do. It has an assignment. Let it finish its assignment. Let's read that again before we start answering callers. And it's James 1 4. And let endurance have its perfect result and do a thorough work so that you may be perfect and completely developed in your faith, lacking in nothing. How many of y'all want to lack in nothing? I bet you everybody. Who wants lack? People, we we see people do the craziest things driven by the desire to not lack. People do not want to lack. We see people who are career college students because they don't want to lack knowledge. They want to always have, they, they want to feel so smart, right? We see people do illegal activities to obtain money because they don't want to lack in finances. We see people online do wild and crazy antics because they don't want to lack attention. We see people hold on to the most toxic dysfunctional relationships because they don't want to lack a, a mate we see men spraying on hair hair uh like hairspray stuff to the hairline because they don't want to lack a hairline like people don't, they don't want to lack they steal because they don't want to lack what it is that they're stealing and and, and god has given us The key to not lack, which is allowing endurance to do a perfect work so we could be developed in our faith, lacking in nothing. Nothing is nothing. And we don't want to lack in nothing. We want the fullness of everything. Jesus died for it so that we would have life and life more abundantly. Abundance is literally the opposite of lack which means you're entitled to abundance. It's part of your inheritance to have life and life abundantly. But we have something that we got to do too. We got to let, let, because I mean if, if if it says a let, you got to yield to it because you can, you can block endurance. You can block it. Let it do what it needs to do. Allow it. Right to let something means to allow. Don't get in the way, because a lot of times people are in trouble and they sitting there blaming the devil, but really they it's them. They're in the way. I'm just so impatient. Quit speaking that over yourself. You can acknowledge that you've had times in your life where you were not patient, but don't label that. Don't identify as impatient. You could say, I've, 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 I've struggled with impatience, but I'm, 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 I'm on the road to recovery, right? Change how you speak and quit identifying with everything. I know we live in a world that identifies, wants to identify as whatever, right? Everybody wants to identify. Identify as this, that, and the other. We identify with the wrong things. Identify with the things that God has, has told you. Your, your identity is found in Christ, mm-hmm. period. That's where your identity is found in Christ. I'm going to read that scripture and then I'm going to, we're going to answer call. Romans 12:4-5 Oh, you know what? I like this one. I like Ephesians 1, too. Let's go there. Let's go to Ephesians. And I hope you guys are really um, getting into your word. It's so important. This is what Paul says. Paul, Ephesians 1, 1. Amplify, Paul, an apostle, special messenger, personally chosen representative of Christ Jesus, the Messiah, the anointed by the will of God, that is, by his purpose and choice. This is how Paul identifies himself. Let's read that again. I want to read that out of King James. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, to the saints which are at Ephesus and to the faithful in Christ Jesus. NIV says, Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, by the will of God, to God's holy people in Ephesus, the faithful in Christ Jesus. That's good. And then let's go to the other scripture, which is Romans 12, 4 through 5. Romans 12. Four five amplified for just as in one physical body we have many parts and these parts do not all have the same function or special use. So we who are many are nevertheless just one body in Christ and individually we are parts one of another, mutually dependent on each other. Let me go up one. I'm supposed to start with three. Romans 12:3. For by the grace of God given to me, I say to everyone of you not to think more highly of himself and of his importance and ability than he ought to think, but to think so as to have sound judgment as God has apportionated apportioned, sorry, to each a degree of faith and a purpose designed for service. So God is the one who appoints your degree of faith and your purpose designed for service. So that's who you are. And that's found in Christ the whole thing
1: 3
2: For by the grace of God given to me I say to every one of you not Go
0: ahead. Go ahead. Please.
2: For by the grace of God given to me I say to every one of you not to think more highly of himself and of his importance and ability than he ought to think but to think so as to have sound judgment as God has apportioned to each a degree of faith and a purpose designed for service God is Mhm. a degree of faith, and a purpose designed for service. So we we can't sit up there. If God is the one who who assigns your what function you have in the body, then who are you to think that you're better than somebody based on your function? You didn't you didn't pick it. <laughs>
1: more more importantly, what I got on top of it is god assigns
2: mm-hmm.
1: your position and so with that it's it's certain and it then you have to have a measure of faith right Mm-hmm. so if he assigns your position you have to push up to that measure of faith
2: mm-hmm.
1: you you have that faith assigned to you as well right you just gotta believe it and Believing, like knowing the word of God, helps you believe. I mean, that's that's where your belief builds up. It that's that's how you can move. If God gives you an assignment and He tells you this is what you're gonna do, because you know, a lot of people we tend to, a lot of us tend to um, feel like we're not qualified for things. We tend to feel like we're overwhelmed by things because it's something new to us. Mm-hmm. It's something we're experiencing. But when you know what the Word of God says, the Word of God lets you know that He's assigned you to this right here. You already have faith for it. You just got to know you got the faith for it. He supplies you with everything that you need. And that's where we miss it. We be thinking it's something else we gotta get. When all we gotta do is get in tune with 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 the Lord and hear from Him, cause He's the one that has assigned it to us. He's assigned us our mission, our purpose, and the faith that comes along with it. We have to believe it. It's all about that belief. Why? Okay.
2: Amen. All right. Well, let's start answering calls. Let me get my notepad. <laughs> okay. No, we don't have long. So I'm going to unmute, get your name, pray, and go down the line. All right. First is seven three four six seven two. Who are we speaking with?
1: Hi, this is Jennifer. Hi. I'm from Michigan.
2: Hey Jennifer, how are you tonight? I'm good. How are you guys? Great, doing great. Let's pray for you, Heavenly Father. We thank you right now for Jennifer, Lord. We thank you for the 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 do. Uh, it's like I see uh, with do do happens in in the early in the early morning. It's like you're going through a transition from a uh, a, a night phase to a morning phase, like the Word of God says weeping may endure for a night, but joy come in the morning. And one of the things I used to like as a kid about the morning was the dew. I used to love seeing the dew on the the, the grass and on the flowers because I'm like, oh man, even as a kid and, and a kid that was not raised in, in church, um, I used to think it was so cool that they had a way to be watered by just the way that the earth functioned. So it's like the love just morning dew. But I see the dew. It's like you're you're going out of a, a, a night phase that had weeping and now you're entering into a morning stage which has joy. And the, the evidence of that is the dew. So Lord we just thank you for that. We thank you for the, the joy um, that that Jennifer is, is is coming into. We thank you, Father God for her endurance, for enduring the the, the night. For enduring the weeping um, and trusting you, and, and and we thank you, Father God, that the the reward is not even just the joy, but the reward is even the the endurance and 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 the the, the faith, the mature faith, so that when she whatever she faces or her family faces or people that she knows faces, she has the boldness um, to tell them how to how to endure and how to how to get through and, and, and how to uh, not stress out, how to maintain their sanity, how to trust the Lord. Um, because things that we go through don't just benefit us, but they benefit those around us and those assigned to us. So we thank you for that. Might it be done in Jesus' name. Amen. You got anything? Amen. Amen. All right, let's go to the next one. Two five one two two nine. who are we speaking with? Um, this is Sarah calling from Alabama. Hey, Sarah. How are you tonight? I'm good. How are you? we are doing good. Thank you for calling in. Let's mm-hmm. pray for you. Okay. Well, we thank you right now for Sarah, Father God. We thank you for the, the, the just the, the, it's like I see you marching. Um, When I think of marching, because what I'm seeing is like the civil rights when they would march. Um, and they did that to, to produce change. They did that to show, hey, we're not going anywhere. We're not going to take this laying down. You're going to do what we want you to do. Now, do I think you're going to physically be doing that? No, but it's like God will give me images so I can understand um, what it is that he's doing. But I see you fighting for people and, and, and fighting for their rights, and, and not in a, a worldly sense, but in a, a spiritual sense. Because as believers, we have rights. If you know when 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 you read the Word of God, it reads the, the, some of the like precepts and, and and some of the commands and some of the promises. It it's very legal. It reads like a legal document. It reads like a decree. If you know, like if you ever, if I don't know if you've ever read court paperwork. I'm kind of a nerd like that, so I enjoy, I enjoy reading court paperwork. But there's there's certain um, verbiage that's used. And a lot of that verbiage that's in there, you'll see in the word of God. That's how you know that there's, there's like uh, laws and stuff in the place that God has made. Because it, uh, some of the word reads, it reads like laws. So we have rights as believers, and, and so many believers are not exercising their rights. Some of it is out of ignorance. Some of it is out of strongholds. Some of it is out of, of mindset. And I see you fighting for rights. To to show God's people, no, we're not, no, you're not doing that. Because even in the natural, the civil rights movement and all that kind of stuff, they were fighting for what was already written to show, hey, these these laws that you have contradict my basic human rights, right? Like they, they would compare what was going on in their cities and towns to like, you know, the Declaration of Independence, and all these other governing laws that our land has to say, this is breaking this law, so this has to be abolished because this doesn't line up to this law. And as a, as a U.S. citizen, I am entitled to these particular rights. And so in, in the spiritual, same thing. You're going to be able to identify and say, uh-uh, this ain't right. Because the Word of God says this to show the people that, no, you, you you need to fight for your rights. You have the right to certain things per the word of God and being a believer and putting your faith, hope, and trust in Christ Jesus that, no, you, that don't apply to you. So that's what I saw, like you marching. No, like I said, I don't think you're going to be physically marching, but that's the type of energy that you're going to have. That's the type of passion that you're going to have because those people were not marching because they thought they were wrong. They knew they were in the right, but they knew that they just didn't have the type of power that the people who were putting these laws in place had, but they was letting the people know that I don't care what type of power you got. I know my rights, and I'm going to keep fighting. I'm not going nowhere. I'm not going to shut up. I'm not going to go quietly into the night. I'm going to keep on protesting and marching and bringing awareness until you line up to, to what the law already has in place. And that's what I see you doing because the law is, already, the, law is the law. What God has said has already been said. And there's so many believers that's just not partaking and they need to know their rights and you're gonna help people fight for their rights. So thank you for Sarah. We thank you for, for the just the determination, the gumption for, for everything that she needs to fight for people's rights and to show them what they are entitled to. To show them like mm that that's you might be operating in that, but you're 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 doing so by your own free will and accord, not because that's just you just, oh, I just get what I get and don't throw a fit. No, that's that's not what it is. You get what you get, and you should be throwing a fit because what you're getting doesn't line up to the promises of God and the laws and the rights that you have as a believer. So let's do something about it. And teaching people how to war in the spirit, teaching them how to fast, teaching them about praying in tongues, teaching them about communion and, and the things that God has given us to, 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 to break through and to help us to proclaim and, and take possession of the things that we are entitled to as believers, so Lord, we just thank you for her life, thank you for for the blessings um, that you are bestowing on her, thank you for the 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 um, the trust that you have in her um, to lead your people, the trust that you even have in her for for the financial breakthroughs and blessings um, that's coming her way, um, and let her just be a, a, a good steward over it, a good steward over everything that you place in her hand, let it be done in Jesus' name, Amen. Next is 617 Who are we speaking with?
0: This is Brooke from Massachusetts.
1: Hello?
2: Hey, Brooke.
0: Yeah, hi.
1: Hey, how, you Brooke, doing, how are Brooke? you doing, Hi, nice to hear you tonight. Yeah, nice to hear you. Always wonderful to listen to. Please enjoy hey, it. So
2: much, All right, let's pray for you. Thank you. You're welcome. Heavenly Father, we thank you for Brooke. Father God, we thank you for uh the, the the maturing i see you maturing in, in in areas right sometimes we are naive in certain areas of our life it doesn't mean that we're a naive person it just means that we're naive in in certain areas and i see god really maturing you in areas that you have been naive in and let's look up the word naive real quick sometimes people tend to use that as a um yeah like as a derogatory word and i don't think it's a derogatory term. Um, right. Because <laughs> when people say that, I always think of somebody that's pure when they go, like, oh, they're naive. And I think of, like, a pure person or, like, a tender heart or something. Like, I, I don't look at it like a lot of people look at it. Um, I always think of a like a, like a person who's, like, mm-hmm. almost un, untouched in certain areas. Um, okay, so let's see. Uh, naive. Uh, marked by unaffected simplicity. Uh, deficient in worldly wisdom or informed judgment, um, not previously subjected to experimentation or a particular experimentational situation. Uh, I don't like those ones. Oh, here we go. Uh, naive showing a lack of experience, wisdom, or judgment, right? And a lot of times people um, are naive again because they don't they haven't been touched by certain things. So they don't have experience with it. They don't have wisdom for it. They don't have judgment because they just have not dealt with it, um, which is why a lot of the times uh, like younger people, right, they're naive because they're young, so they, they just haven't lived enough. They haven't experienced enough. And some people are naive even no matter what age because they just don't have the experience with something, and it's not, a, it's not always a bad thing, but people can take advantage of it when you are naive because you don't have the, the experience, you don't have the wisdom, you don't have the judgment because you just haven't done it before. Like, for example, when I bought my first car, it was my first car, you know. I I didn't have any experience with interest rates and, you know, all this other stuff. I didn't know. And so I got totally taken advantage of um, because I was naive in that area. And so it wasn't me being naive and that wasn't a bad thing. It just wasn't something that I had dealt with before. And so uh, obviously the people who sold me the car, they probably sniffed that out you know, and took full advantage. But uh, God, God was, you know, he stepped in and, and, and showed me tremendous grace in that situation. And so, um, again, I see areas that you are naive in that God is going to, to strengthen and he's going to uh, he's gonna, he's gonna give you the wisdom. Sometimes we, we, don't, we don't have to experience something to have experience it. God can, like, literally download wisdom and information to us about things that we've never experienced before in our lives. And, and he could fortify us in areas so that when somebody does try to take advantage or, or, or try to manipulate us, like, oh, yeah, I know uh, Brooke, she's never done this a day in her life, so I can tell her anything, she's going to believe it. And meanwhile, God has already given you a download of information and strengthened you in that particular area, even though, no, you haven't personally dealt with it, but wisdom defies everything. Wisdom is the ultimate, right? Because people, yeah, experience is a teacher, and, and, and knowledge, and even understanding the well, wisdom trumps them all. You have wisdom, you, you, you've got everything. That comes straight from God, right? You, you can't get wisdom from uh, the world because there's worldly wisdom. And then there's godly wisdom. And godly wisdom is always going to trump the world's wisdom or the world's knowledge or understanding or how they do things, the systems, everything. Wisdom will shut it all down. And I see God giving you wisdom mm-hmm. In areas that you are naive, so that you're not able to be taken advantage of, people can't manipulate you. People can't try to get you on board to things because you don't know any better. Like you're going to just be strong all around. So thank you, Lord, for Brooke. I thank you for the fortifying and and, and giving her wisdom um, in, in in all areas, even areas that she's not uh, experienced. Let it be done in Jesus' name. Amen. That's good stuff. Next is 504-282. Who are we speaking with?
1: Hello, it's Nicole from Louisiana. Hey Nicole,
2: hey, Nicole, how are you tonight?
1: I'm good. How are you?
2: Great, doing great. Let's pray for you.
1: Lord, thank you um, for Nicole tonight, Father God. We thank you for the the like a, the passionate drive. I felt like a burst. of of passion, like a passion being born, um, coming forth out of you that you're passionate about. Uh, Because when we find ourselves passionate about things, we begin, we take on a different level of strength. We take on a different mindset. We take on a a different perspective. Uh, When you're passionate about something, you're really driving toward that thing with with the, with the ability to just uh takes you beyond being distracted. And I see God giving you like like a passion toward the the, the things that He's assigned to you. Um to where you'll relentlessly have a drive for it. Because it's easy for us to get distracted every day there are distractions that that we call normalities. Um, We're distracted by a lot of things, and we just call it everyday life, you know. But really, we have the ability, and God has given us the power to really align our days in the way that we so choose, literally. Um, God has given all of us 24 hours in a day to do a work. And within those 24 hours, he gives us free will to do what we want with those 24. But we've been conditioned to give, to take that time and literally live it carelessly. We live it based off of what somebody else deems us to do with the time that God gave us. You got to put eight hours in here, you know, and uh, you look at how we are with 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 uh, with the world in general, with with how information comes to us, whether it be T V, there was a time where, you know, people would spend hours the whole day watching television. Now they spend hours the whole day in the phones. They spend hours the whole day on their computers. You know, spend hours the whole day just doing whatever it is that we so choose. But then we have issues in our lives when we look at things not being the way we want them to be. And really we have to take accountability for that because a lot of times we want to wait on God to do things and we're believing God for things and we're waiting and we're wanting and and we're trusting God to come through. God has already done what he's going to do. We need to ask ourselves, what is, it, what is it that we're going to be doing to make those changes? And so God is really going to increase your passion for it. Like you're really going to know what, what what true passion is for him and the things that he wants. Because a lot of us are passionate about our jobs. We We get passionate about the things that we enjoy most. Those are the things. A lot of people are passionate about eating. Think about this. They passionate about this thing. And they be eating, you hear me? You got people passionate about being lazy. They passionate about it and they succeed. They're successful in it. You got people that are passionate about making money. And they have success making money. You can be passionate about anything. But when the Lord gives you things, God makes you makes you rich in areas, in every every area of life. And like the scripture said, He adds no sorrow. When we have that passion To want people truly, truly, to know who Jesus is, when we passionately, literally want people's souls to be saved, you know, we we take a different approach. You know, it's 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 a different level of urgency. It's a different take on it as well, because when you're passionate about something and you season and you understand it better, you. You can walk in with it in, in, in wisdom. And I see God really doing it with you. Not only are you going to have the passion, but you're going to also walk in wisdom. You won't just be moving strictly from an emotional realm. God is going to give you the wisdom and the direction on how to to put your passion to proper use. The way that that he wants it done, and that's what I see God doing for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Eight seven zero
2: four one five. Who are we speaking with?
0: Oh, sorry. Hi, Shavonda,
2: Arkansas. Hey, Shavonda. Hey, Shavonda. How are you tonight? Bye. How
0: are y'all doing? <laughs>
2: Good, good,
1: <laughs> good. I went, I went to school with a I just thought about this. <laughs> I went to Who school made? with her. I went to school with a Shavonda, uh I think her last name was Hodges. Oh.
0: Yeah. yeah,
1: that's. We went to. I think that was junior high, elementary, around it. I think it was junior high. Savonda. Yeah, but. It ain't many. <laughs> mm-hmm. It ain't it, that, that ain't right. that it ain't a name you just gonna hear every day, mm-hmm. you know, and and, right. and, and that's that's the uniqueness about you, you know. God God has put on your lips things that that people don't hear every day. Ain't that good that you don't hear it every day? Because amazing, it's some. It's some Stuff going on that you hear every day that don't need to be heard. Mm-hmm. Come on, somebody. Amen. Amen. But but God, God is. is I, I see what you should run. I see God really showing you how unique you are, and when <laughs> and when he made
3: you. Like
1: he didn't. He made you like no other. When 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 you look around, you see people really disregarding. How God made them. They're disregarding and they're trying to say God made mistakes. They're trying to lie on God and say God made them another way. God put them in a body that 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 He wasn't supposed to put them in. God made God. God. Everything that that people don't want to accept that is true. They want to put it off on God and say that it's this. So now when when you realize that that you are made special, when God made you, he broke the mold. There's nobody else um that that's gonna hold your fingerprint. Nobody else is gonna have your stamp. You know, um so, so you you were made special. He said, you, "You we were made in His image and 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 after His likeness." And so the uniqueness about you, God wants you to know that that that's 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 some power that that you're packing because you are unique. You know, you don't have to get into. It. You were you were born to stand out. You know. Um, it's not Hello? about me. Can you hear me? Hello? Hello? I heard your phone, popping. Is she on mute? I think her jump went out or something.
2: Mm-hmm. Let's see if she calls back in. Yeah, something happened with her phone.
1: Because it clicked. <laughs> 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 but see, that'd be the devil don't be wanting you to get that. But anyway, I'm going to keep talking. There she go. Get it back on. All
0: right. Everybody, <laughs> you there? I said mad. I said joking back.
1: Yeah, that, that old phone I don't want you to hear this. But the devil is right. We were. But um we are when, when God has made you unique, right? The devil don't want you to know how special you are. The devil mm-hmm. don't want you to know the power um that you have. And, and through your uniqueness, that's 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 the power that you're gonna walk in. That's the authority that God is giving you when, when you really are walking in this time and understanding why you were made. Uh understanding why you went through things that you went through, why you know the things that you know, uh, even why you feel the way you feel, because God is gonna check your feelings during this season gonna it really really show you how 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 not to respond based off how you feel but what he sees you know mm-hmm. uh, because it, it, it it's his word the word was made flesh, not god's feelings
0: mm-hmm.
1: the word was made flesh and so and you saw what the father did to the flesh. That's how much the flesh matters. He crucifies the flesh. Mm.
0: <laughs>
1: if, if this flesh really mattered, we wouldn't be getting new bodies. <laughs> I know that's right. It, does, it doesn't trump the spiritual things. And so God is, God is really taking you deeper in, into him and really understanding that, that it's spirit first and everything else. Because that's how you put God first, because God is a spirit. And he said, they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. The, 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 the gospel is 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 clear, it's simple. The the directions are clear and simple. It's just all about us. We, we complicate it through through our denial of belief. Mm-hmm. And, and and through our disobedience. And through our ignorance. Our lack of knowledge, our lack of knowing things causes a lot of problems. And and, and in today's time, it's it's more of that than anything because a lot of us take for granted that people know who Jesus is. A lot of us take for granted that people grew up in church and heard the word of God somewhere. A lot of us take for granted that thinking that people grew up in situations where they heard certain things. We don't know that. We go, off, we go off with how the Spirit of God leads us through our discernment, and, and a lot of us go off what we see, you know, because when we see certain things, that kind of gives you a ballpark of pretty much where that person is, you know, based, based on where, where they are because you got to know where a person is in order to know how to reach them. You know, Google, when you put in, type in, a DPS is asking you for the destination, where are you headed? And then it calculates mm-hmm. where you are, and then formulates a route to get you to where you're headed to. And so, us as believers, us us as 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 those that, that are stronger in our faith, that's what we have to do. We have to bear the infirmities of 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 those uh, in the body of Christ that that are weaker. You know, we have to know where they are, because people people can accept Christ and still struggle. Mm-hmm. See, and this, and this this is where religion has 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 kicked us off of the path of righteousness mm-hmm. because religion is so focused on the physical. When God is focused on the spirit, Jesus mm-hmm. already gave His life for everything that you're going to go with and deal with. The problem is that people don't understand that the stuff that they're doing is a problem. Mm-hmm. They want to call it not a problem and that's the lie. The Lord wants you to be truthful about it because that's the only way deliverance can come. If 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 you're around here sleeping around, you got to be honest with yourself about it. You got to be like, man, I know that's wrong. This is not of God. Right. Not sitting up here, oh, man, I'm straight. It's just a process. It's a process. I'm good. I know my heart. Yeah, God knows you're being disobedient. That's what you're doing. You know, you're causing problems, you know. And that's 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 gonna be laid on down the line. You 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 bring children into this world in, in dysfunctional mm-hmm. situations. And now you're gonna you you you're holding them captive to your sins. And that's right. that's not right. You know, and these are the things that we have to share with one another. People have to know that they are in the wrong. They have to know mm-hmm. that, they are, that they are in the wrong, not by my standards, but by God's standards. We all have seen that come short of, of his glory. He knows this. You just have to admit it. And when you got people around you that don't want to admit it, those are the people that's mm-hmm. going to be continually living lies. They are going to live their lie. They say, man, I'm living my truth. No, you're living your lie. Because mm-hmm. your truth is a lie if it's in opposition of what the word of God says. What what else is it? If it's not saying what thus says the Lord, what else is it? A mm. lie. That's the only thing it can be. And a lot of lies sound good.
0: Yeah.
1: A, lot of, a lot of lies be dressed up, man, be with a little extra season on there. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Mm, tastes pretty good. Ain't that bad? You got the a The taste, you got it after, but it ain't that bad. You know. You start eating them lives, and you, you your taste buds become accustomed to it, right? And yeah, the truth makes you sick. Ooh.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Truth has you right here in the corner. Uh... Ah. But yeah, you're getting it all up out of you though Mm -hmm. Because the truth is that you're free Mm -hmm. It's getting that garbage out of you But that's what the devil wants Mm -hmm. people to be stuck at right now That's why he's trying to get people to identify with this homosexuality Identify with this trans uh, stuff Identify with everything opposite of what God has called you to be even even those that sit up there accepting it, the lukewarm ones, the lukewarm ones are in trouble as well. God Himself said, "You better make a decision. You can't be in the middle. I don't know you." So he, wait, so say, spit your name out. Did <clears throat> God spit mm. your name out of his mouth? What? Like you don't even exist. You don't even exist. Mm-hmm. All because you didn't make a decision. All because all because you wouldn't stand for nothing. And you had a choice and you wasted your opportunity to decide. Wow. Uh-huh. It's like
0: the
1: like like like, like the parable of of, of, of of the of the guys with the talent. One go bury his everybody else go out and, 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 and make good on theirs and this one guy bury his oh
0: you know
1: It's like you could at least
0: mm. you could have sold it You could have got something But you didn't do nothing with it
1: And that's how it is with those people sitting in the middle You ain't do nothing with your decision But you mm. powered up you're a coward. Do you think mm. you think our Lord and Savior is a coward? Do you think yeah. what he is cowardly? Yeah. Nothing about Jesus is cowardly. Yeah. Nothing. That's why that's why you, we have to be bold and, and, and I understand more and more that's why I say you can't be ashamed to 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 know who I am. Mm-hmm. Right? Because I, I know what I did. You claim to believe. You know what I did. Well, you better not be ashamed of it. Because if you truly believe that, that I am the way, the truth, and the life, right there, there should never be a day that, that that goes by to where you 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 don't holler at him. Yeah got to holler at him every day. Lord, just thank God for, for him bringing, bringing to you how unique you are and giving you that passion to drive deeper into him and that boldness that you need to speak, to speak boldly about him to people because it ain't your word, it's his. If they got a problem, they got a problem with the Lord, not with you. Yeah. <laughs> And and that's and that's our biggest problem. We be thinking people coming at us, and that's us un- in our feelings, though. Yeah. And I mean, you're gonna have feelings because you're a human beings, but it's all about putting them in check and understanding where it's coming from and what it is. Mm. I don't care who it is, be, man. It could be your spouse. Everybody mm-hmm. can have that moment, man. Satan will try you on every level. Mm-hmm. You got to be ready. You got to mm-hmm. be able to recognize it and know how to deal mm-hmm. with it. The Lord will tell you what to do. Yes. Yeah. And every time, but but it's all about you. You you, you trusting and walking with him, and, and, and knowing he is who he say he is, and he's done what he said he's gonna do. He's done what he said he's did. He's done. Period. He say it's finished. It's finished. Everything is finished. Everything that we're witnessing is a finished work. <laughs> it's just new to us because we ain't been. God is everywhere, all the time. Get out of here, man. You want to think back twenty years? He's still there. Yep. Yep. I'm, yep. everywhere we'll never figure him out Mm -hmm. but but we can love him and we can honor him and I just thank God for the opportunity being made available to you in your life during this time and that you use it wisely and that God uh, 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 prospers you uh, in every area of your life spiritually, mentally, physically relationally you know, and, and and socially, even even like with the social media platforms, you know, we sit around, we sit around, and we hear everything that everybody else has to say. Right about nothing. Yeah. About nothing. Yeah. But you have your opportunity as well to be their voice. Right. You have your opportunity as well to be their voice. So I just thank God for leading you uh wait 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 where you can drink Le- leading you where mm-hmm. you can drink and, and 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 never thirst again and, and he's, he's making those 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 things available to you i see you like putting putting together like a plan i don't know if god be giving you like a, a checklist or something to, to, to go down and and plans to to put some stuff together to get to really get out there to really get out there and, and and be led by the spirit and dominate. But that's that's what I see God doing doing with you in Jesus' name. Man. Amen. Amen. Well you saw right about it,
0: God, I like I just don't I'm not social like that. I'm social,
1: I'm a happy person. I might can tolerate that's me talking. I'm saying so I could tolerate two hours of people but I'm getting pushed past that <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love people, but, yeah, I'm getting pushed past it, and it's like, okay, every
1: time, now I can't even really get on a social media platform because of the simple fact, like, you think you're just about to be out here watching somebody, and you waste the time.
0: What you doing? Mm. Because
1: because a lot of times we don't think, the, the enemy really tries to keep us stagnant and make us second-guess mm-hmm. things. You're, you never have to second guess with, 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 with God, you know, because a lot of times we be trying to figure out how we going to do this and how we going to do that when all of God. Turn it on. Start. Right. Yield to me because I got people assigned to you. It's not about you gaining followers. It's not about you gaining the audience. We're always trying to put ourselves in the, in the role of what God is. No. Mm-hmm. God already has followers assigned to you. The laborers. The laborers, laborers are few. But the harvest is plentiful. Right. The harvest is always gonna be more more consumers than producers. And that's and that's that's what the scripture is saying. You know, the harvest is plentiful. The laborers are few. And so mm-hmm. we have we have to decide, you know, who what are we when, when when we come into the knowledge of Christ, we are supposed to share it. And in any way God God has you share it, you can share it. He have you online playing music, he have you online cracking jokes. It doesn't matter, people are still gonna be drawn to the God in you. That's who they drawn mm-hmm. to. Period. Mm-hmm. We make it about mm-hmm. ourselves. We make it about ourselves. but I thank God for shaking you, breaking you from the fear of, of of the unknown, yes. that fear of indecisiveness, that the spirit of indecisiveness and and, mm. and 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 weariness and and, and doubt, self doubt. Yeah. Self doubt, I, I I thank thank God that that you see yourself how He sees you, and mm-hmm. and you find your strength in Him. Because in Him you live, move, and have your being, and so that's, mm-hmm. that's 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 where all your help comes from. It comes from the Lord. You know, we go through these resources out here that God leads us to, but He He's the main source. And so check in with Him, and He'll yes. tell you what to check out.
0: Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. God
1: bless you. God bless you.
2: Okay. All right, let's get to the last person here. Four zero five nine three four. Who are we speaking with?
0: Hey, right. Autumn. Autumn.
1: Hey, Autumn. How are
2: you?
0: I'm doing
1: good.
2: Hey, Autumn. Awesome. Let's pray for you, Heavenly Father. We thank you for Autumn right now, Lord. We thank you for the endurance and we thank you for the perseverance to to. To to see the other side. It's almost like (laughs) this is funny. I see you like Indiana Jones. I used to love Indiana Jones movies. I'm showing my age. The new one coming out? Oh, yeah. There's a new one coming out. There's a new one coming out. But Indiana Jones, you know, he had a task at hand and they were never like easy. Like the mission wasn't easy, but he always persevered and and ended up completing the task. And that's how I see you, um, Autumn. Like like, what, what God has you doing is not easy, but it's doable, and he's with you, and you're, you're going to see it come into completion. You're going to see it come into fruition. You just have to, to, to overcome. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times we're, we, we pray for things, um, and we don't really know what to pray for. Sometimes we just have to ask the Lord to teach us how to overcome. We don't need more faith. We don't need more this. We don't need, like, we just need, mm-hmm. to, we just need to know how to overcome, how to overcome. Because we got it in us, but we need to know, like, how do we do that? You know, like, I've always been told, oh, you're so strong with any other, you think I want to be? You know, I just know how to overcome. You know, I know how to calm myself down if anxiety tries to come. I know how to pray. and know how to fast. I just know what to do to overcome. And that's the prayer. Teach me how to overcome. That's it. Because you, you're already equipped. You already have what it takes to be who you are. Right? You're not on. You're not on some some scavenger hunt looking for things to add to you so that you can be who God has assigned you to be. You're already who God assigned you to be, and you already have what it takes to be who God has has, has already told you that you are, right? He knew you before you formed you in your mother's womb, which means he already had an assignment for you before you were even in the earth. All you got to do is ask, how do I overcome? Because that's it. Because when you you persevere, you're going to meet the 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 you're going to complete the task. You're going to see the 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 glory of God. You're going to see the fruition of of, of the things that you have been sowing seeds. Sometimes it's, it's difficult, especially when you're dealing with like family, and you're sowing seeds and 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 you're not seeing. You don't even see little buds. You don't see nothing. It seems like they're still engaging and doing the things that they've been doing. Um, but just persevere. Keep going. You're going to see, you're, you're going to see your, your labor pay off. You're going to see the, 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 the fruit of, of your perseverance and of your faithfulness and of the seeds that you've been sowing. It's not in vain. It's not going on background. You're going to see it, Autumn. You really are. So, Lord, we just thank you for teaching Autumn how to overcome. and We thank you for the abundance of faith. We thank you for uh, just the abundance. Just give him abundance in every every area of his life, Lord. Bless him in every area of his life. Show him the blessings that he already possesses and, and, and give him um, faith for the blessings that's to come. Let it be done in Jesus' name. Amen. That's everybody. We love you all. Thank you for tuning in tonight. Call back in about uh, uh, 11 minutes or so. Yeah, 845. Call back um, to Randy's show. He has a different number than we have. Um, let me pull up that number real quick. It is three one nine five two seven. Excuse me, six seven three seven. Hit one, get in the queue. Typically on Wednesday, Randy prays over everybody before um, or after he gives a word. If you haven't been listening to this week's shows, I highly suggest you go back and listen. Very powerful stuff. Anyways, until next time, you all. We love you and good night. Night.